Ladies and gentlemen, this is WTBR 89.7 FM Pittsfield's Community Radio, and you're listening to Stuff, a show about tips, hints, hacks, a joke or two. Listen in every Thursday morning. Here we go. Ready or not. (laughs) I never get sick of that music. I know. Isn't it great? Yes. I wish we could hear the entire thing. And I always picture the movie. Oh yeah, I picture the car- I see the him cartoon walking across too. the screen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and I'm looking for the mattress for some reason. Yeah, the mattress. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the scenes. So you know what I mean? I do. Yes, I okay. do. Okay. Oh, this morning, huh? Yeah. So you know, I... this is this is a normal morning for you, though. <laughs> if, if truth well, be told, I've been better. Yeah, yeah, I have. But there was a time when we used to do radio together. At UCP, mm-hmm. I would come screeching in. Yep. And the last minute, and you know what? That's my fault. That's just poor planning. Okay. Poor planning. And this morning, you know how your car has a has a button now, and you have a key fob, and if your keys aren't with you, you can't start your car. Right. You know that because you yes. have a new car. Yes. And so, you know, when you're running around, you're trying to find your keys, and then you, you, 10 minutes later, you realize, okay, I must have had a jacket on, and you go and you look in the pocket, and there they are, and that's why you're late. Uh-huh. Well, that didn't happen this morning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> I wish I could have said it, but nope. I was taking my time, thinking I had time, and I was playing Puzzle of the Day with Alexa. I don't know how you do that. You just say, Alexa, <laughs> let's play Puzzle of the Day. And then the music starts, and she asks you these questions, and you answer them. And then at the end, there's a, a theme, and you have to answer the theme of what your, your answers then fit into a theme. Uh-huh. And all that said, in this morning being running in here and driving in on three wheels, I, she, she died right before oh. the answer. <laughs> I'm sorry, something has gone wrong. Please try again later. Oh, no. So I didn't even get the answer. Okay. So, and I don't know, I don't even think, I think the answer today is Dr. Laura. Maybe. Sure. <laughs> because it's, the, the clues are Seattle, Washington, yeah. psychiatrist, yeah. radio. Okay. And, and then there was, there, was, there was one other clue. So kind of, oh, comedy. Sitcom. That would not help me. Sitcom. It's not helping me. Because <laughs> sitcom and radio... Don't sound the same. Right. Isn't so, that TV? That's TV. Well, I suppose but you could you have, have a sitcom on As the World Turns. On the radio? Why not? I guess you could. Yeah. They used uh, to. Because uh, it's just situation comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I will... Uh, Go away not knowing the answer unless I can get it tomorrow, which I probably can. Because if you if you say again, let's play Puzzle of the Day, she'll continue with the one that you okay. didn't, didn't finish. All right. Okay. Have you got yourself together? I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do. And I'm nice and relaxed right now. You're sitting oh, here. I'm so relaxed. So good. Oh, I'm so relaxed. I so, love that. I know what you're going to start with. Yes, you do. It's another thing for my brain. And this one is kind of kind of cute. Okay. Cute. Right. cute is good. This is find the real news. Bach, bacht, backing. Chickens have their own grammar. If bok bok and cock-a-doodle-doo sound like nonsense to you, think again. Poultry experts and linguists have discovered a complex grammar underlying chicken vocalizations. So, you either believe that's true, or you believe this is true. That's Barack. Sheep can ID Obama, other celebs. Scientists already knew sheep could tell the difference between sheep and human faces, but a new study shows they're so good at recognizing human faces that they can even do it from photos. Hmm... So there you have it, folks. So it's Bach and Barack. Yep. Okay. It's the chicken or the sheep. What came first? No, we won't go there. <laughs> it's so old. 
what what did well no <laughs> so so today when I came tearing in here I started talking about this recipe that I found in my Cook's Country magazine that mm -hmm. I thought to myself self you need to make this so I am now showing Oh, Bev, a good. picture of this raspberry swirl pound cake that looks so good. And then I scanned the recipe really quick because the recipes in here call sometimes for items I've never heard of. Ah. Or I have to go to Boston to get the ingredient <laughs> or I have to order it online. Or, and and I, don't, I don't do that. But the pound cake looked good. And it was calling for um, uh, frozen strawberry or raspberries and of course sugar and salt sure. and, and eggs and vanilla and flour and just the pound of powder everything. and some uh, sour cream, a little mm -hmm. sour cream and some milk. And then came the killer. 14 tablespoons of butter. Oh, but then I remembered God. it's called a pound cake. Yes. 14 tablespoons of butter. That equals one pound. So, so You've got that in the sour cream, and then you've got the five eggs, and then, and I thought, but you know, I'd only eat one or two or six pieces. You'd have to have a doctor standing by. Oh, my gosh. With a heart, you know, whatever. Would it, would, would it be worth it? Probably not. Just have one piece? No. I bring it in it's here. It's the and temptation. I it's just oh. you and the temptation. I should That's rip up is. the page. No, don't Because do my that. eyes are, are causing me trouble. From the page? From the page. Looking at the food. <laughs> I'm looking at all this food. I went into the supermarket yesterday and I said, something's really wrong. I don't really want to buy anything. And I realized I wasn't hungry. <gasps> That's a good thing to be, you, though, at yeah, the supermarket. I know. Usually I do go when I'm hungry and it's not good. No, no. no and then I buy is. things and I never use them or make them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or I go home and eat them all at once. Or eat them all at once because you're starving. Speaking mm -hmm. of food, do you ever have cackleberries? No, I've never even heard of a cackleberry. Well, that's because I made it up. You did? <laughs> did you? I love it. <laughs> you did a bad word. Greg and I do that kind of thing every now and then. A cackleberry is an egg. It's an egg? Mm -hmm. Because it breaks? Cackle. Ca cackle. <laughs> cackleberry. It's an egg. So you, so a, I love that. Did you write them all down? Not all of them, but okay. I, there's also pasta bobble. Pasta bobble. Let me guess. Pasta bobble. Pasta bobble. It's, is it, is it, is it, is it a pasta? It's possible, but it's probable. Mm. Pasta bobble. Pasta bobble. I love that. Fantabulosis. Fantabulosis is probably just really super awesome. <laughs> yeah. Because it's fantastic. Fabulous. I, yeah. I have done words today and and sillies. Words and sillies. I've done golf and sports. <laughs> Ooh. I decided to do some sports. I like golf. Yeah, well. <laughs> what you get? So not up my alley. Start us off. There are just little little diddlies about about golf uh -huh. that I didn't know about, and some I've got some baseball. We'll start with baseball. Okay. During World War, no, we'll go to Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth's top salary. What do you think his top salary in his career was? Sheesh. Uh, and it was. I'll give you a hint. Nineteen thirty to nineteen thirty-one. Twenty thousand. $80,000. So adjust that for inflation, because this was 1930, wow. 1931. That's the equivalent of a little more than $1.1 million today. A little less than middle reliever Antonio Bastardo, what he made last year. So Babe Ruth made a lot of bucks. Wow. Yeah, a lot of bucks for playing ball. Huh. For playing. Well, we say that today about athletes. Mm -hmm. That's that's crazy. Four million dollars for yes. a year contract in football. Come yeah. on, come on. Ah, come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like oxymorons, and we talked about that before. And I found a couple that are I'd never heard of before. You know, I heard that that's addictive. That's a drug that's very addictive. It you should is. not take oxymoron. <laughs> <laughs> that's old news. Brrr. I don't know why I did that. Brrr. It feels good. <laughs> It's a, it's a tongue exercise. Sure, just darling. Do it. it. Yeah, go ahead. Try Show it. me how to do it. Do it. I can't see Ready? you. Go. Do it. Do it. 
I did it. I got her or, to do it. <laughs> See what I can get you to do? <laughs> I'm so gullible. But that's, as I said, old news. Did you get it? Old news. News is news. new, but it's new. old. It's old. News. But it's news. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. True fiction. Random order. Original copy. Grow smaller. Crazy. I like those. Then they have the Civil War, of course, and bittersweet and those kind of things. Bittersweet. And then I've got some quotes that are funny oxymoron quotes. Clara Barton once said, I distinctly remember forgetting that. I've said that. Have you? (laughs) I've said that. Oh, I have. (laughs) I did. Okay. Okay. Don't you ever remember not forgetting? Wait. (laughs) Don't you ever remember forgetting something? Maybe I shouldn't have told you that on this morning. (laughs) Oh, my brain hurts. Okay, go on. Uh, Dolly Parton once said you'd be surprised how much it costs to look this cheap. (laughs) I actually heard her say that. There's a really good documentary about her that is, she's so cool. Yeah. And she's real, and she says it like it is, and I did Mm -hmm. hear her say that. I like that. (laughs) Okay. During World War II, the U.S. military designed a grenade Mm -hmm. to be the size and the weight of a baseball since any young American man should be able to properly ah, throw it. Oh, that makes sense. It does make sense. Interesting. They let us, when I was in the Army, they let us hold a lot of them, but they were empty, of course, because we weren't allowed ammunition. <laughs> and those suckers are heavy. Are they? Yeah. But you had to learn how to throw it. We had to learn how to throw it. We had to learn how to carry the rifle or whatever it was. It was years ago, folks. Don't don't yell. But you never... They never allowed us any ammunition, not even rubber bullets. But wait, were, were, did you learn to shoot? No, because they didn't give us anything to shoot with. <laughs> so you were not out in active duty then on the field. No. You're, okay, because that would be really cruel. That would be more than cruel. That would be suicide. But they did make me go through the gas chamber. They did. Uh-huh. Did you breathe and everything? Well, well, obviously you did. Um, I'm still here. <laughs> you, was was there gas in there? Yeah. And what happened to you? Oh, it was horrible. You take your gas mask off. You say your name, rank, and serial number, and walk out the door. Do not run, but walk out the door and don't blink. And how do you feel? You just want to kill somebody. <laughs> you feel sick? No. You just it, it, It's like you walked into a room that was full of smoke from a fire. Okay. And your eyes sting, and, and you just kind of, you have to wait it out. How many times did you have to do that? Twice. Twice is enough. Yes. Yes, once is enough. That's something I will never forget to my dying day. I bet you won't. I'm glad <laughs> I didn't do it. Thank you for going. <laughs> Thank you for serving. You're welcome. Thank you. You know, on the end of Mayberry, Barney never had a bullet. I know. And when he did have or a bullet, did, it, it was, was only his, one. And it was in his pocket. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Love that show. <laughs> Oh, my turn? Yeah. Okay. Isaac Bashevis Singer, the guy with the machine, sewing machine. Oh, sewing machine. Family. Mm-hmm. He said, we must believe in free will. We have no choice. Ah. That's kind of deep. That's one you have to think around and around yeah. and around. I thought it was going to be something about a sewing machine. Mm. Mark Twain said it usually takes more than three weeks to prepare a good impromptu speech. Mark Twain said it takes three weeks to do a really good impromptu speech. Impromptu. (laughs) I missed that word. (laughs) Okay, the last one, Samuel Goldwyn. He said a verbal contract isn't worth the paper it's written on. (laughs) A verbal contract contract. is not worth the paper it's written on. Yep. Love those. We should have these little, um, little plaques all around our homes. Oh, gosh, no. Just a little, because when you walk around the house and you read those, it's nice because it's things that make you go, huh. They would make me go, huh, once. <laughs> Just one time you get sick of it. <laughs> so, Bobby Richardson, he was an MVP in 1960. Uh-huh. 
He, uh, you know what? I'm not going to read that one because it doesn't really look good. Bank robber John Dillinger. Okay. <laughs> well, do you know who Bobby Richardson was? No. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> do you care? Oh. Well. No. So here's one about a bank robber. So she piques my curiosity and <laughs> okay. then moves on. All right. I'll, I'll read it. Robbie Richardson won the World Series MVP uh-huh. in 1960 uh-huh. after hitting .367 with 12 RBIs. Wow. He wow. played for the losing team. <gasps> that is good. Oh, my gosh. But you see, I don't know what point three six seven is. It's good. Is it's it very good? good. I'll trust you. <laughs> oh, and I know that 12 RBI, that's runs batted in. That's 12 runs batted in. And he was on the losing team. That's sad. So the other one, mm-hmm. the bank robber, John Dillinger, was once a professional second baseman. Although he never made it into the major leagues, which, oh. <laughs> which explains... Why he went after banks. Uh-huh. <laughs> because he wanted the money. Huh. Mm-hmm. That's a strange, strange... You never know. That'd make a good movie, wouldn't it? Maybe it already did. Maybe there it is sounds a movie familiar. <laughs> I'm going to look that up. Well, Jeopardy used to have a category called words. And, and, and they would ask for a question, remember? They gave you the answer mm-hmm. and you had to have mm-hmm. the question? Okay. A letter added to a kidnap victim's salvation produces this window above a door. Oh, it's a transom. Very good. <sighs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> I'm waiting for Alex to say to me, that's right. <laughs> good. How about an Italian word? This should be good for you. An Italian word meaning cool and fresh gave us the name of this art of painting on plaster. Nope. Fresco. Fresco. Yes. I have heard of fresco. There, yeah. Okay. Those are good. I like playing Jeopardy. I know. That's cool. I like playing Jeopardy for sure. So let's go over to um, golf. Okay. Only 20% of golfers can break the score of 90 on the course, the chances of making two holes in ones in the same round is one in 67 million. Mm-hmm. Cassandra Coma made two holes in ones on this in the same round. Wow! One in 67 million. Wow! Cassandra did it. What which course are you talking about, though? A golf course. Any golf course? It just says. What was the first one? Golf. <laughs> She's going to make it difficult. <laughs> the first one, the chances of making two holes in ones in the same round, that one? No. Oh, no. 20% of golfers can break the score of 90 on the golf course. Is that 18 holes they're talking about? No, that's not it, right. That can't 20% be right. 20% of golfers can break, only 20% of golfers can break the score of 90 on the course. That doesn't sound right to it me. It doesn't? You're a golfer? I, I play at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but... You that know enough to, to well, know that that can't that be Well, I know that usually, so. usually a par for eight holes or nine holes is like, if you're really, really good, 35, 40. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Should I cross it out? No. All right. I'll white it out. <laughs> so, 125,000 golf balls are hit into the water on the famous <laughs> number 17 Island Green hole at... TPC Sawgrass. I believe that. Each year. I do. Because there's water there. It's so hard to get it over the water. Yes, very hard to get it over the water. And and once it's gone, it's gone. It is gone. But there are some people who go get them. On the course while they're playing? No. Oh. People who retrieve golf balls on golf courses Mm -hmm. will go in the water just to get the golf balls. (sighs) They can use them for practice. Sure. And maybe it's just fun to go collect golf balls. I could use a couple All right. if anybody's listening. Okay. <laughs> F words. Ouch. Now, this is the, the, the answer. Some guitarists worry about these ridges on their fingerboards. Frets. Very good. And visual vocabulary. A Latin word for a sea creature in photography. It's a color that conveys nostalgia. Cyan. 
Very close. Sounds close. Cray, crayon. No. <laughs> <laughs> sepia. 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 Darn. <laughs> Darn. I must be down to zero, below zero. Maybe I've got, like, maybe I've got 200. I'm I don't not know. keeping score. I'm not either. <laughs> the rarest score of all is when a, it's called a condor. Uh-huh. Is when a golfer makes a hole in one on a par five. A condor. Yep. C O N D O R. I didn't know that. This score is so unique, it has only been recorded four times. Wow. That's interesting. On a par five and they on made it. On a par it. five and they made it. A hole in one. Correct. What the hey did they use as a club? You know what? It's just chance. No, I'm. Mean, do you do. There's a reason it's par five. It's because it takes you five chances to get through right. there. But they oh used my gosh. a maybe it was a trick ball. Well, I don't maybe. know. But that's amazing. <laughs> but only four times. I wonder who. I uh, who. Don't know. Oh. You can look that up. I will. All right. Wow. I'll remind you. I'll email you. And I will tell you. We have an email address. We do. Uh-huh. Yes, and we've gotten emails. We have. Wonderful, wonderful and thank emails. thank you so much. And they make us so happy. Oh, they do. They and they love us. They me. even say love. love. Just so, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. What is that email address? That is stuffingforus at gmail.com. And every time you say it, all I think about is a turkey. Why? Because stuffing, stuffing. for us. I always think of a turkey. And I love Thanksgiving dinner. The most golf holes played in a single year is 11,000 by Richard Lewis. Don't know 20, the name, but that's okay. 2010. Maybe that was a goal for him. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, Las Vegas' Shadow Creek Golf Course is the most expensive golf course to play. I thought um, Pebble Beach was. I don't know. But it's not. It's Shadow Creek in Las Vegas, and you pay... Five hundred dollars for eighteen holes. Holy moly! Just to play golf. Yep, yep. Five hundred dollars. That's got to include something. Maybe a, a drink ball or something after, or a little little lunch. rag to lunch. Yeah, something. A hat. Well, you know, when those guys win those big tournaments, they make a million bucks and stuff. They do. Yeah. So now let's ask this question. What? What's the difference between the baseball players and the golfers who win? Not much. Not much. No. Yes. By the way. But it's per game. It's not per season. Per game. Man. It's crazy. All right. Did you know there are some surprising offensive words that we don't really know about? And once you hear them, you kind of think, well, I can never say that again. And this one is be prepared. Okay. Basket case. Basket How many case. times have you said that's a back? Or I'm a basket case or something? Yes. I've said that. Okay. I'm a basket case. That originated. Oh, gosh. Oh. World War II slang. Yeah. And refers to soldiers who were so seriously injured you could fit them into a basket. Oh, no. Yes. How did we get... From there to just saying I'm a basket case because I I'm forgot crazy 10 things at the grocery store. I don't know. I'm just a basket case today. <gasps> Isn't that awful? That oh, is, that's That is creepy. That awful. is just really, I read that and I got chills. Oh, my gosh. So I will never say that again. I will never say that again. And if I do, I hope that I catch myself. Mm. Not good. Wow. Do you have another one of those? Long time no see. Okay. It derives from the greeting of a Native American man talking to early settlers. Non-native English speakers or anyone new to a language will make these kinds of errors in syntax. No can do is a similar phrase that's said to derive from Chinese broken English. So in a way, you're mocking someone <gasps> who doesn't know no the language English. but is trying to speak to you. No can do. Mm-hmm. No. What was the other one? Long time no see. Long time no see. So you're kind of mocking the person who was learning this English. new language. Yeah. Oh, so that's a slam. Mm-hmm. Okay. All oh, these are check marks. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, I want to hear more of those. If you have more, right? I do. I have a couple okay. more. If you choose to walk for 18 holes, you will walk how many miles, do you think? Oh, wow. Um, five? Close. Roughly four miles, and you will burn about 2,000 calories. Oh, wow. One 18-hole round of golf, uh -huh. you will burn 2,000 calories. Oh, i got to play more golf. How about it? Jeez. That, and you're having fun at the same time? Well, mostly if you're not Losing. missing the ball. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger Woods made his first hole-in-one at the age of eight. Wow. Do you know how he's doing, by the way? No, I haven't heard lately. No, I haven't either. You know when golf was invented and where? Was it Scotland? You're right. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, 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 ding. And do you know what year that was? No, but it was at St. Andrews. Long time ago, and I don't know about St. Andrews. It's not on here, but I will I, assume that you are right. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding, 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 ding. It was a long time ago. 1457. Wow. And I'll bet you somebody could call us and say, uh-uh. It was earlier than that because so-and-so did such-and-such -such outside of their house, and that was the first golf game. I love it. I'll I bet, love it. I'll bet. I'll bet. I'll bet. Uh -uh. That's cool. Okay. <laughs> Jip. G-Y-P. Okay. Commonly, you say you might Jip. have gotten gypped if you get rubbed off. Well, the term is said to refer to gypsies. In that sense, the term derives from stereotyping this ethnic group as thieves and swindlers. Oh, gosh, oh, gosh. All these innocent little words that you just yeah. didn't... I think that's the key. It's, it's ignorance. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I don't mean that as an insult. Yeah. It's, it's not just that, that you're stupid. It's just that you didn't know. We didn't know. Mm -hmm. But now we know. Yeah. All right. The term birdie... I do that because there's a bird in Florida that does that. It's so <laughs> annoying to my sister. <laughs> the term birdie came from golf, golfer Abe Smith, who used to call the score, that was a bird of a shot. A bird of a so shot. So it says that that originated from Abe Smith, who called it a bird of a shot, and then they began to call it birdie. I, I did ah. know. I have wondered where that those kinds of words sure. came from or mm -hmm. why par par for the course oh god yeah. never mind go back but, okay <laughs> now you know lee trevino mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he was struck by lightning on the golf course two times oh my word so no <laughs> oh no it would just take once for me and that'd be it they, i'd they, be they crocheting kind of tell you ahead of time get off the course uh -huh, you're holding a metal mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm, and you should not go under a tree nope you should stay in the open and make yourself as small as possible mm -hmm. how do you do that you curl up into a little ball like a little fetus <laughs> and you stay there in the grass and you hope the grass leaves go big enough to go over you so that nobody sees you that was a very old, old, old woman or a little child. <laughs> Whatever one it works. <laughs> See, I like to play with the voices. Yes, I know you do. I have voices in my head. <laughs> I like them. I, I hope that they come out more and more and more. <laughs> oh, the ideal golf ball. Uh-huh. It has dimples. Yeah. The, yeah. Do you know how many? La lots. Uh, la lots? <laughs> la 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 lots. 380 and 460. Now, why the difference? Oh, she's, <laughs> she, she's thinking. Somebody told me that once, but oh, I don't remember. All balls are the same size. Why would one have that many more dimples than the other? Because they're cheating? That's almost a hundred more dimples on the ball. I thought it was more than that, actually, but okay. Well, now I've got to find that out. Well, just look it up because I don't know. <laughs> well, there's got to be a standard. There must be. I, I don't understand. I could see that it was three, maybe it was 380 to 390, huh. but 380 and 460. That's a lot. That's a lot yeah. of extra dimples. Hmm. Maybe they're, they're smaller dimples? Smaller, yes. They're probably smaller. 
I'm going to look that up. So you can look that up, or you know who else can look that up? Who? Our listeners. Yes, yes, yes. And you can email us and let us know what you found out. And stop me from saying who, 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 who. Okay, rule of thumb. Rule of thumb. That's easy enough. Sounds pretty innocent, right? Very much so. There's a lot of controversy around the origins of this term. You know it to mean a generally accepted principle. Mm-hmm. It's said to derive from laws in England and America dating back to the 1600s. These laws are said to have stated that a man could beat his wife with any stick no wider than his thumb. Well. Hence the rule of thumb. The rule of thumb. And that was allowed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was allowed. That was allowed. Yeah. You wonder how many women fought back. I hope a lot. And I would say rule of leg. <laughs> no, rule of knee. Rule of knee. <laughs> rule of knee. Yes. Rule of knee. I like it. I like it. Speaking ooh, ooh, of women, ooh, go we ahead, have to go, go to a break. But, but go ahead. 23% of all golfers are women. 23%. Of hmm. all golfers, well, it's probably more. I don't know when this was this that's was an posted. Improvement. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. an improvement. That's an improvement. All right. We need to take a break. Yes, we do. Bye bye. Support for WTBR comes from Greylock Federal Credit Union, proud to support high school arts and sports programs to help our community thrive. Greylock Federal with locations throughout the Berkshires and online at greylock.org. And from BeFair. BeFair is one of the largest premier human service agencies in Berkshire County. If you're looking for services for a loved one or are interested in caring for the people we support, visit BeFair.org today for available opportunities. WTBR FM, Pittsfield. We always have to do that to wake everybody up. Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah! (laughs) But do you notice, even on television and radio, they always are louder. The commercials. Things are always louder. Always louder. Mm -hmm. I'm always hitting Mm -hmm. that mute button. Mm -hmm. It's just too loud. Okay. So, so, um, if it happens to be grilling season or cookout season or picnic season or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So, my cookbook here has rated some things that we might cook out so so for instance okay ground beef it says for a good burger mm-hmm. they used 85 percent lean ground beef most often it's plenty rich and has less fat than 80 percent lean meaning there's less risk of a flare-up on your grill huh so they're also saying that uh nathan's famous skinless beef franks oh yeah were the best they were Nice and fat, and they were bounce. They were bouncy. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know how bouncy they found dogs. that out. They Ooh. were bouncy. Uh, it doesn't have any corn syrup in it. That's an image I'd like to forget. <laughs> <laughs> and then, if you want to do tofu, it says you can get firm tofu, yeah. and you can make a burger from that. Yeah. And they like Nasoya organic firm tofu. And then they have a meat-free burger that they're recommending. Who is, who is they? They is the people that write Cook's County Cookbook. Uh, and it is the writers of the book. There's no name here, but they did this uh, little survey. Mm-hmm. Or little, little, little research, okay. I think. Okay. So it is uh, from America's Test Kitchen in the Cook's oh. County Cookbook. And I know you don't like ribs, but look at those. So... This is a meat-free burger, and it's Impossible Foods, Impossible Burger. And it says that it, it cooks really nice. It's coarse textured. It's got a little bit of coconut oil in it. Is that the one they sell at Burger King? I don't know. Is it called an Impossible Burger? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Maybe they use that. It's good. That. It's good. Maybe they use that. And I'll have more. Okay. I'll, I'll have more. All right. All right. Grandfathered in. Grandfathered in. That means, you know, it's okay because it was uh, done before or... You're probably happy if you get grandfathered into a clause on your cell phone plan that has extra value. Yes. 
The grandfather clause usually means you get the benefits of an earlier generation. Yes. However. Ouch. The term originates with the practice of allowing voters in southern states easier voting conditions if they had a grandpa who had voted before 1867. Guess who didn't have those relatives? Who? Slaves. Ah. Because their grandpas were slaves and they weren't allowed to vote. So the term refers to an ugly and unfair history in voter disenfranchisement that continues today. Whoa. And it does continue today because the Republicans, oh, I probably shouldn't say anything, but they're, they're <laughs> trying to limit voting. They're, you think they're trying to limit voting? Oh, I know they are. Oh, gosh. How do you limit voting? Rules. Rules. It's just wrong. Yep. Okay. We, we could just run with that. We could, but we won't. We won't. Because what we're going to do right now is we're going to talk about fluffy bread. Fluffy bread? I'm going to talk about fluffy bread. Ouch. <laughs> it's baby, baby Mima. That's what I am. <laughs> I'm a little baby and I talk about fluffy bread. Buns. <laughs> buns that are worthy of your burger. Are your buns worthy of your burger? <laughs> I'm not going to say anything there. <laughs> Hamburger buns. So they recommend Martin's sandwich potato rolls. Yay. I buy those. I've had those. They're good. They're good. Yeah. They're firm. They use potato flakes and milk and butter. They use they make buns out of they mashed have potatoes, flavor. and then they say these hot dog buns are the are the, what they think are the best. Yeah, Pepperidge Farm hot dog buns. They can be sliced. Uh, they hold condiments securely, mm. and they have good flavor. They're a little bit yeasty, so they're long and firm. They're, and so. Onward we go. Sorry. Hysterical. (laughs) I'm a bad influence. Hysterical. The word hysterical derives from the Greek word for uterus. It usually gets tossed around as a description for emotional women and feeds into the sexist stereotype that women are naturally crazy. And we're proving that this morning. We are. I didn't hear one single word you said. <laughs> all I heard was hysterical women and naturally crazy in an offense. <laughs> and I don't mean that as an insult either. She's crying. I don't mean her. that as an insult. I think it's wonderful to be a woman and I like being crazy. Okay. All right. So there's cheese. <clears throat> there's cheese. Melty cheese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did baby Mima really hurt your ears? <laughs> Just a little. So I've told you about baby Mima. Yes. That's my grandkids. I mm-hmm. tease them because I'm their Mima, and my, my son absolutely hates it when I do it. So I'll go, I'm fine. I'm, I'm baby Mima. And he'll hang up the phone. <laughs> or he'll say, Ma, no. Ma, no. Or I'll do it to the kids. No. Don't do baby Mima. So the melty cheese, a little cheese provides richness to your burger. Does it? Yeah, so they're saying American cheese, the old standby. Is really the best? Boar's head. Huh. Boar's head. Is that expensive? Uh-huh. Sounds you like know it. how much? No. Eight ounces? Yeah. $5.49. Ooh, that's for enough for one burger. Ouch. So it says um, they actually use real cheese. They don't, they don't. Thicken it with milk or whey or milk protein. Uh-huh. It is cheese. Just cheese. Just cheese. Hmm. And then they're saying if you like extra sharp cheddar, mm-hmm. Cracker Barrel. Oh. Extra sharp cheddar cheese, which is $3.99 for eight ounces. And uh, they're saying that it's a white, cheddary, tangy. It melts beautifully. We're talking about food. I know. It's creamy. Their favorite is the orange cheddar. They say it's mild and milky and has a creamy texture when melted. Mm. Cracker barrel. Oh, it's already starting to get to me. Yeah, so what would you put the cheese on? Would you use this impossible meat? Mac and cheese. This meat-free burger? Oh, mac and cheese. Mm -hmm. 
I love mac and cheese. Toasted cheese sandwiches. I like Toasted those. cheese sandwiches. Yes. Do you toast them in the toaster or grill them on the stove? Usually on the stove. Grill them on the stove. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you can use mayonnaise instead of butter. You can have a BL. No, you can't. You can have an LT. An LT? You can have fake bacon. Yeah. So, there is you there, go. Is, is it good? Oh, yeah. Fake bacon? I like it. Yeah. Okay. Well, of course, I may have forgotten by now how much what bacon does cause or, or tastes like, so who knows? Because you haven't had it for so long. It's been about 20-some-odd years. Yeah, that's how I feel about almond milk. I drink almond milk, and when I have very, 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 very rarely, I'll take a taste of milk, and it tastes so bad to me. Really? Yeah, so bad. Huh. I love almond milk, and it has more calcium. Huh. Yeah, that's good to know. So choose your cheese, choose your beef, and choose your bun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. This is pretty pretty self-explanatory. Ghetto. Yes. Experts find the origins of the term ghetto to be particularly mysterious. Ghettos were the mandated locations for the ethnic segregation of Jews under the Nazi regime during World War II. In America, the term became associated with poor areas with non-white residents. Now, it's a bigoted term that gets tossed around to mean low class. Oh, yeah. I never say it, but because I, I was trying to think, how would you say that without identifying a place? It, but it they call people that. Yep. That's wrong. It used to be a fashion thing. If you if you wore a certain kind of grunge fashion, it was so ghetto, and that was supposedly good. Okay. And and people just stopped saying it. Okay. Things happen. Yep. Things happen. So you put condiments on your burgers. On your burgers. So they they wanted to know which ones were best. So they did some research and they narrowed it down to this. Heinz ketchup, mm-hmm. but they added organic. Oh. Because it has no high fructose corn syrup. Okay. And it only has organic ingredients. Okay. And uh, Heinz yellow mustard. Mmm. And mayo. What do you think their, their best mayo? Everybody said the best mayo was. Hellman's? Yes. Yay. They added this one. It's called blue plate. Mayonnaise? Never even heard of it. No. Blue plate, but Hellman's was it, but blue plate came in second. Huh. And then the barbecue sauce that they found was the best tasting, modeled after Kansas City, sweet, thick, tangy, and tomato based, slightly smoky, tomato flavor. Woohoo. We have bullseye. Huh. Bullseye barbecue. I'll have to look for that. Mm-hmm. I'm getting so hungry. I know. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, okay, okay. I'll get off the food. Well, okay. Because I'm out. I'm, I'm out of food things. Paddy wagon. Paddy wagon. That's a, uh, uh, that's a, uh, <laughs> you know, they have the wagon and they put the prisoners in the back. This is the slang term used for a police van that picked up folks who got arrested. Paddy was a derogatory term for anyone Irish. And drawing on the stereotype that the Irish are drunkens and hooligans, Paddy Wagon referred to Irish guys getting into trouble with the law. Oh, my goodness. Ethnic stereotypes, like all Irish people are drunks, aren't cool. Hmm. Paddy. That's now why I Saint get that. Paddy's Day Patty. is the same kind of thing. Yeah. It's St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day. Do your feet really get bigger as you get old? They get flatter, I know that. I know they do. And they hurt more. They do. You need to have arches. I have no arches. You get those little things you shove in your shoe. It's a shoe shover. You're, sho- <laughs> <laughs> You're shoving in there. and it ha- My arches are naturally shover. high anyway. Yeah. I have very high arches. Yeah. So the ones you buy in the store uh-huh. would probably be good for you or anyone else with a low arch or flat feet. I am very flat footed. I need to probably have one made for me because my arches are gigantic. If my arches fell, I'd be four feet tall. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> That's just it. I would be four feet tall and that it'd be over for me. And I'd have <laughs> nine foot long feet. <laughs> Because those suckers would go down, and that would be it. And I'd be flapping around oh my, my little four-feet little flipper with little flippers. Wow. So st- some strange fact 
end up facts end up being debunked. But this is certainly possible after years of wear and tear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Tendons and ligaments in your feet mm -hmm. begin to weaken. This can cause arches to flatten. We should have been doctors, you and I, Bev. Oh, yeah. Because we knew this. We did. Which, or podiatrists, which means feet get wider and longer. It won't happen to everyone, though. People who are overweight, who get swollen feet or ankles, or who have certain medical conditions like diabetes are more prone. If it does happen, the average gain is about one shoe size by age 70 or 80. Huh. Well, mine seemed to be shrinking. Your feet? Mm-hmm. Shrinking? Yeah, I used to take a six and a half, and now I only take a six. Do you take a lot of baths? <laughs> Wait a minute. Let me smell. <laughs> what kind of a question is that? Because things shrink when they're in the water. Yeah, but it's only for a little <laughs> bit. Once you dry them off, they go back to normal. Oh, they do? <laughs> Don't they plump up or something, you know? I mean, come on. I got so cellulite your, to prove it. So, so your feet are, sh you're going the wrong way. I know. That's interesting. But we, you, you shrink, too, as you get older. But if your feet shrink, you could fall over. I'd be like a Barbie. You would be like a Barbie. Well, mostly. Yeah. Well, I know. Okay. Okay. Uh, moron. <laughs> oh, Fine. I hate that word. In the early 20th century, moron was the term given to folks with a learning disability. Oh. The term originates as a word meaning stupid in ancient Greek. So never, ever call anybody a moron. I, never. I never have, never will, I don't think. Unless right. I, maybe I remember that I forgot. <laughs> or you forgot to remember. I forgot to remember. Yeah. <laughs> How come women always seem older than men? No, sorry. <laughs> well, uh, I read, I read that wrong. I read what? that wrong. How come women always seem colder <laughs> than men? Oh. Women tend to have a higher percentage of body fat and conserve more heat around the core than men. That helps keep vital organs nice and toasty, but not the extremities. Oh. And when your hands and feet are cold, uh -huh. uh, feel cold, so does the rest of your body. Plus, research suggests that women have a lower threshold for cold mm. than men do. Hmm. When exposed to the same freezing temperatures, the blood vessels in women's fingers constrict more than men's do, which is why they turn white more quickly. Wow. And this is from Catherine Sandberg, the director of the Center for the Study of Sex Differences in health that's unfair i don't know that that's true for me do you think that's true for you that you're colder than Greg? my hands and feet usually do well no because he gets well, cold too he can't sleep with me half the yeah. time he has to push me away because i'm too hot you're too hot yep wow that's a compliment <laughs> <laughs> wow you've been married how long and he still thinks that you're hot wow that's really cool Wow. No, it's not. <laughs> Gosh, what have you got that I don't have? <laughs> Greg. <laughs> oh, gosh. This is a silly... Here's a silly scene with a patient in my medical exam room. Me. How old are your kids? Patient. 44 and 39 for my wife who passed away, and for my second wife, 15 and 13. Me. That's quite the age difference. Patient. Well, the older ones didn't give me any grandkids, so I made my own. <laughs> oh, I like that. What do you call a parade of rabbits hopping backwards? I don't know. What do you call a parade of rabbits hopping backwards? A receding hairline. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Oh, gosh. <laughs> Once my dog ate all the Scrabble tiles, he kept leaving little messages around the house. <laughs> Why are skeletons so calm? Why? Because nothing gets under their skin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you ever see the, uh, the um, exhibit called Bodies? No, my daughter wanted to take me, and I refused to go. Oh, it's fascinating. It's, it's weird. Gross. It's creepy. 
And interestingly, when people, I went a while back, when people walk in, it's very, very dim. Mm -hmm. I've seen it a couple of times in different places, and they they must have this thing where they always keep it dim. Mm -hmm. And people are real quiet. It's real, not the dead people. They're they're they're, they're quiet. quiet anyway. <laughs> anyway, nobody has to tell. Other, and it's very strange, very Why? weird and strange. Why? Why would you do that? Why they, would you? People donated their bodies to to this program. Well, science I can understand, but just, just to look at it's to see everything underneath our skins, to see the muscles, to look see the picture. tendons, to see. For, to see it for real, that people are plastic, I don't know if this is the right word, plasticated or plasticized. I don't know. And they're, the actual, their eyes. Uh, 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 Just, they, whoa. Yeah, everything's there. You even can see their eyebrows are there, their yeah, facial hair yeah, is yeah. there. It's really them. It's really them. I don't know if it's their original eyes. Um, or if they put something in there, but they sure do look real. But And the skin is cut back or peeled back so you can see. And so it's very creepy. But I did notice that there were people there that must have been students because they'd have notepads with them, yeah. and they'd be writing things down and looking like they were studying. But But they also have them posed. A lot of them are posed like holding a basketball or, uh, yeah, it's... It, it's, it's it's very strange. It just strange. makes me think of the the movie The Walking Dead. Yeah. And it's like, I don't get that either. Yeah. it's I don't get zombies. It's not really a zombie, though. But that's that's what I feel it's like. A, it's a, yeah, I get it. What's interesting, too, is they have displays where they show a healthy liver mm-hmm. and then, a, then a, a, a diseased liver with the different smoker's lungs. Oh. And a healthy lung. Ooh. Yeah, it's. Uh, I wonder if that. I wonder what happened to that exhibit now that COVID hit. Uh, okay. Yeah, interesting. So we're going to find out which news was fake and which news was the truth. If Vok Vok and Cock-a-Doodle-Doo sound like nonsense to you again, think again. Poultry experts and linguists have discovered a complex grammar underlying chicken vocalizations. And if that might be true, the other one is, scientists already knew sheep could tell the difference between sheep and human faces, but now they say, hey, they could do it from photos, too. I think the sheep can identify faces. Bok Bok oh. really is... Mumbo jumbo. Oh, but the sheep story is real. <laughs> the sheep story is real. It's reported by Live Science on November 8, 2017. In case you want to look it up. The sheep. Sto- who would? I thought sheep were dumb. Apparently not. Not. But if you <laughs> wanted to know. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening and call us or write us at stuffingforus.com. Thank you. The views and opinions of this program are those of the hosts and not those of PCTV or... WTBR.